hello, and welcome to the Double Take Podcast with your hosts, Kirk and Kevin Weber. This is the show for fans of sports, music, and popular culture. On this episode of Double Take, we'll recap the 2019 World Series. Kevin will put Kirk on the spot with Abbey Road and the Beatles. Kevin will review Book 3 of the Star Wars Allegiance comic book series. And we will discuss Apago. Hello and welcome to another episode of Double Take. This is Kirk Weber with Kevin Weber, and we're glad that you decided to join us again. If you did that, or if this is your first time, you know, please feel free to go back and listen to some other episodes. We're getting better. Um, and I think the first topic we're going to jump into is just a little wrap-up of the World Series. We had done a number of um, episodes leading into different games, and then we haven't yet gotten back to talking about the end because we see that the Nationals won. So uh, initial thoughts from you, Kevin? Well, definitely people should look back at the previous little mini-episodes because they will see that you nailed the MVP. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. and I nailed, I said, Nats in seven, Strasburg MVP, MVP and I got it. Um, yep. So, yep. you know, a little lucky, I guess. But also, maybe, even though we're just regular guys that are high school teachers, we do pay attention to stuff and we're relatively on top of things. Maybe we have a decent take on stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we broke it down. We're no experts. We didn't play professional ball, although we love baseball and we've been thinking about it for our whole lives. But um, I enjoyed that World Series. I, I thought it was pretty fun. Yes, I did too. Um, very entertaining. Well, anytime you get a seven-game series, you got to be pleased with that. Um, you know, there was a couple lopsided games, you know, late in the game. They right. got a little, little lopsided. They looked at the score in the morning or something, but... But they're all pretty competitive games for the most part. And, um, you know, the, the guys that you would expect to perform well did. And, um, you know, you had some drama there with Scherzer not being able to go. And, and um, yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely a fun, fun series to watch. And I was very happy to see the Nationals win. It was a little bittersweet, though, as a Tiger fan. You know, uh-huh. um, especially when when I see Max Scherzer and uh, Annabelle Sanchez hugging each other and like crying and saying, we finally got one. Right. <laughs> you know, they're referring yeah. to our Detroit Tigers. You know? Right. So. Yeah. I mean, you're right. A seven game series normally makes it interesting. I think if you look at some of the scores, it does give you this impression that uh, that maybe they were. I mean, by around the seventh inning of every game, it could have been won by anybody. Yes, basically. Yes. So, you know, they kind of some of them got a little bit away towards the end. But um, but that's fine. You know, really, the uh, we talked about bullpens in our other episodes and the bullpen that really kind of failed was Houston's. I mean, they just didn't mm-hmm. get it done in key spots, um, not trying to pinpoint any one person, but just in general, it didn't work for them. You know, or you no. could turn it the other way and say the Nationals came up with big hits, which, you know, I guess that's how it goes. But. Um, good series. I, I'm not sure if we're looking at any. I mean, there are a number of guys that are going into free agency or who are older that may not be around with these teams, you know, definitely even next year. Uh, Garrett Cole probably being the biggest one. And so, you know, this was an opportunity that was there and either seized or lost because, I, you know, it could be I, 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 I 
think that there's a good chance we won't see the Nationals there again. And, you know, yeah. Houston, how, you know, is this window getting closed more, you know? Um, yeah. I, though I would say that if you look at them from a franchise perspective, they'll figure out where their weaknesses are and make some adjustments. So they that's what they've been decisions. doing. Yeah, right. they're, they're front, well, other than, other than executives yelling at female reporters, they mm-hmm. make good decisions. Um, <laughs> you know, right. um, but, uh, yeah, this is, this was a small window for the nationals and, uh, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're going to probably, um, Rendon might might be gone, um, you know, because he's a free agent. Um, and then, you you know. You got older guys like, I mean, Zimmerman's getting towards the end of his career. Yeah. You've got uh, Cabrera there that was playing some second base that is getting older. Um, Suzuki, you know, is not a young catcher. You know, they. Oh, no, he's like 36, 37. Right, huh? you know. And, so it, they, and then Strasburg. I mean, Strasburg just, uh, I think it was yesterday, you know, is not taking the option and he's looking at free agency. And, you know, that's the way it goes. But. You know, we Tiger fans really know what that is. If we could have got one of these World Series that we went to or the the American League Championship Series, just one of those years between 2006 and, and like, 14, um, yeah, you know, makes it worth it. I mean, you only get – I mean, unless you're the Yankees, okay – Every or, other franchise. or maybe the Dodgers, you know. Well, yeah. even the Dodgers haven't won a World Series no, since '88. They haven't, you know. I mean, no. it's really only the Yankees, and well, the Red Sox lately too, I guess. All yeah. right, but you know, everybody else, you only get a little chance to to get one of these, and you go all in, and you know, if the guys leave, whatever, man, they can't, they can never take it away. This team, and Washington Nationals history, will be the preeminent greatest team ever every other team will have to live up to them yep. you know in 30 years they're going to have their reunion and it doesn't matter if they win another one in 15 years it's still this team it's that right. special team they got know. it done and it's it, that's what sports is about and and they seem like a, 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 a type of team that you could root for even if you're not from their city or their region. That's what we did. Right. You know, <laughs> not that I had a problem with Houston, but, yeah. you know, I would say that, um, you know, it was a little easier to root for the Nationals. Though there are a few people on that team that seem a little cocky. But, um, but you know, that that's just the, the nature of things. That's just how it goes. So, yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I, we'll have to uh, let things kind of settle and see how teams uh, do in free agency and all that. And then as we get into the you know March and stuff, maybe start doing a little more baseball talk. But uh, it was a fun season, you know. I mean, as yes. far as, you know, baseball goes, it wasn't fun as a Tiger fan, but um, it was fun no, for that. No. Okay. But, yeah. Um, so uh, we'll have a quick break here. And then we'll come back and maybe we'll jump into um, your turn on uh, the on the spot. And then we can do a few other takes on things. Okay? That sounds good. Welcome back to Double Take. And one of our... One of our features that we uh, do every week is the on the spot. And this week, it's my turn to ask Kirk and put him on the spot. We've been doing on the spots that are concerned a little bit with sports the last couple weeks. So we'll move to a music on the spot this week. 
uh, with one of our favorites, the Beatles, which we've mentioned before that we're huge Beatles fans, but we haven't really talked too much about the Beatles so far on Double Take. Um, so, as Kirk knows, uh, this past fall, um, September, uh, was the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road being released, and there was um, a new uh, remastered version that was released and all that kind of stuff. Do you have that, Kirk, or not yet? Um, well, I subscribe to Apple Music, and I can listen to all of the—I've listened to the whole thing. I haven't bought the albums yet because— I pay for this family subscription that all my family can kind of go with, you know, and I can hear all of it. I can hear all the special recordings and everything. So um, it, I just kind of go with that. I'm okay. assuming you well, bought it or something? Or? No, I haven't bought it. Um, I've listened, you know, of course, I subscribe to the uh, Sirius XM, you know, to get the Beatles channel. So I've listened right. to several of them on there. I, I'll probably get it for like, you know, a Christmas present or something. I've gotten the last couple that they've done, you know, with Sgt. Pepper and the White Album. But anyway, my question concerning Abbey Road in particular here, mm -hmm. uh, because it's the 50th anniversary of it and all that kind of stuff, is what is your favorite song from Abbey Road? Uh, a lot of good ones. Yes, good ones. there are a lot of good ones, and there are melodies that are just great on there. And I, But what I tend to think of this, I, and I was listening to some Abbey Road just this last week, uh, the new one. And notice some differences on these remixes, uh, especially on something, which it was a little bit different. So you should kind of check out a couple of these towards the end. But I would pick a George song because um, I feel like George really shined on Abbey Road. And the song that really, no matter how many times I hear it, that always just strikes me as fresh is Here Comes the Sun. It is a great song. So I would probably pick that. I mean, I like Come Together. I like Something. I like um, the whole melody stuff with, you know, like, you never give me your money and stuff like that. Um, I like, oh, darling. You know, I mean, there's a there's a lot of them I like. I mean, I think Ringo does a great job with Octopus's Garden. But um, yep. but I would have to go with Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, you know, a lot of people would might say that something is George's best song, which, you know, that's definitely arguable. I mean, some people might say, why well, my guitar gently weeps? Um, but I always think that Here Comes the Sun is like, it maybe is his best song. However, the other day I was listening to Taxman and Taxman is an awesome song. Yes, <laughs> you know? yes it, it is. It's a, it's a different kind of song, but it might be number two. I think Here Comes the Sun is his best song and I think Taxman would probably be my number two George song, but that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's Revolver. But, it's a little yeah, more I mean, upbeat. I can see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, Come Together great um you know the medley at the end i love the medley you know it's, it's mm -hmm. one of my favorite things the beatles ever did you know but uh yeah if you had to pick one like you can only pick one song per album to put on uh, a playlist or something you would go with here comes the sun right is that right okay. yes um if i had to pick one off of yeah abbey road i would probably have to go with here comes the sun i mean i there's plenty of other ones i mean really when i uh teach in my pop culture classes about the beatles um the, i inevitably will be asked you know what's your favorite album and um you know kind of you're on a desert island you can only have one beetle album what one would it be that sort of question mm -hmm. and i always say i narrow it down to abbey road and revolver and i tend to lean towards revolver 
I think Revolver is so awesome. Yes, um, I do too. Yeah. But um, you know, you could argue what George used to say, which is Rubber Soul and Revolver are kind of Volume One and Volume Two, and then get two. You know. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know if that would count. But I mean, you know, there's plenty of things that are fun to listen to. You get a lot with, uh, you know, the White Album or something. But I think for me, um, there's a, that in between that Revolver is, um, where it's still has a, some of the aspects of the early Beatles, but yet it's moving into later, more mature, uh, artistic styled Beatles. It's kind of a combo of both. Um, you throw in some of the singles from that era, which, um, what would that would be Day Tripper and, um, uh, we can work like, it out. We can work it out. Mm-hmm. If, you know, because I would assume, can I have those too? Right. I think yeah, I'd be good. Yeah. I think I could yeah. listen to those for uh, quite a quite a few times. Yes, I, I agree. Well, it's almost, yeah, yeah, it would be. Well, uh, extending that, I guess it's kind of an interesting question. So, if you could only pick one song per album, let's start from the beginning here. So, please, please me album. What's the one? This is for like a, a playlist. This is going to have one song from each Bill album. So you already got, we've already got Abbey Road done. So we got Here Comes the Sun. So Please Please Me, what song do you think you'd pick there? Um, boy. Let's go with your gut. You, I obviously, you don't have time to I, think about it because you're on the spot. But, right. You know. um, I saw her standing there. I mean, it'd, okay. be the, yeah. it'd either be that or Twist and Shout. Um, but I'm going to go yeah. with a, uh, our Beatle composition. So Yeah, I think I saw her standing would be my pick too. So then we got With the Beatles. What would you pick there? Oh boy, um, there's a lot of Motown stuff and things on there. Um, do I stick with something that is more like um, original composition? Um, I don't. Do I go with the John? Um, I guess I would go with um, George Roll Over Beethoven. Maybe that's <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yep, I just I think it's too. a I love great that song. song. It's one of those songs that, you know, whenever you hear it on the radio, I always got to turn it up. You know what I'm saying? Every time. Right. It's like, you know, it's, you know, it's what I want. All right. So then we go to Hard Day's Night. It would be the next album. I I probably would go with Hard Day's Night. Um, yeah. 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 That, that I mean, be... I, it's a great song. And then I get some John in there, too. And then what is that? After that is... Um, Beatles for Sale. Beatles for Sale. Um, so, um, that's got more country feel to it. Um, still do some more covers. Um, gosh, there, this is where it gets interesting. Um, I, gosh, I, I like I'm a Loser a lot. Yes. Um, yes. and rock and roll music. Let me think. Eight days I, a week. Eight days eight a week days. is great. Um, I think that I would probably go with I'm a loser. Um, okay. I just, I just dig that song. Um, yeah. I mean, I do think Paul does a great job on Kansas city on that album too. I think that's really fun. Um, you know, there, you know, maybe like Carl Perkins, you can find something on there, but, um, yeah, I mean, eight days a week is like, if you're looking to like make a playlist of Beatle famous songs, that would be the way to go. But, um, I think I, I'm a loser. It just has more originality to it. Yeah, and so. also, if you did that, it it almost be like a timeline of the Beatles if you're playing some of those songs, you know? But, uh-huh. um, and that would fit in there because they're feeling they're feeling it at that point, you know, the Beatlemania. Right. So, then we have uh, Help. What do you think uh, about Help? 
Um, now, I don't think I would jump into the title track with help, uh, though I, I think that's a great song. It's very fun. Um, I probably... Um, let me look at the set list here. Let me just kind of go well, you got it. Yesterday, you've got, yeah. you've got a, you know, you got a Hide Your Love Away, I believe is on there, right? Yeah, which um, I really like. The Night Before, um, what else we got? Um, um, I've Just Seen a Face. Another Girl, Ticket to Ride. I'd go with Ticket, Ticket to, to Ride. Ticket to Ride, yeah, Ticket yeah. to Ride would be a good one. Ticket to Ride okay. is great. Um, I mean, you know, I've Just Seen a Face is a great song, too. But, um, yes. But Ticket to Ride uh, has some history to it as kind of like a it's not metal or anything heavy like that but it's got like kind of a jangle to it that was very unique for that time period so yeah i would i would go ticket to ride that's fun okay and then uh rubber soul what would you pick from rubber mm, soul i love rubber soul uh i mean um let me i i mean drive my car is pr the one that comes to mind mm -hmm. um you know which i know is the first song but uh I'll look here just to see. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, there's Nowhere but, Man. There's yeah, uh, I do like Nowhere Man, but yeah. I still think I would Michelle, go Michelle Girl. I'm yeah. looking through you in my in, life. In my life know? would be the other one I think about. Um, I'd go with In My Life. I think okay. You know, with a close second being Drive My Car. And then that leaves us to Revolver, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Um, um, so on Revolver, I mean, you got Taxman, like you were mentioning earlier. Um, Tomorrow Never Knows, of course. Ellen right, Rigby. which is really cool. Uh, got to Get You Into My Life is on that. Yep. That's a great song. <laughs> That's a great song. Just, a, <laughs> I mean, just, a, just very, a little album song, you know? Just whatever. Right, yeah, something know? that Here, would be... Here, There, and Everywhere. Just a little, little song on there. Just Yellow a song. Submarine. Just yep. stuck it on there, you know. Yep. Just, just put it on track. there. Just a little filler. Yeah. Good for day, no, sunshine. You know, right. whatever. For Angel no Birds one. can sing. You know, mm -hmm. whatever. <laughs> you know, I so. would go with "Good Day, Sunshine." Since I'm married to yeah. a sunshine, that's what I would okay. go. With. All right, there you go. I, you know, I look at the track. Revolver is the best Beatles album. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, I love all of them. Okay, mm -hmm. I love Pepper. I love the White Album. I love Abbey Road. Revolver is the best overall Beatles album. I, I, it is no doubt. In my yes. it's got the combination of everything: it, the old and the new, you know, the early Beatles, the mid Beatles. It's got all the stuff. It's all rolled into one. The other know? thing that makes it so solid and tight is Revolver has great guitar work, great drumming, great vocals, oh, yeah. great it's a harmony. New sound. It had a new sound to it, that mm -hmm. more bass to it than the other right. albums. And, and you know, and I don't think there, there's not a weak. There's not many weak Beatles songs, but you know, if you look at you know Abbey Road, okay, Revolution Nine, or no, um, what um, Revolution Nine's weak, okay, right. yeah. Um, you know, if you look at uh, with the Beatles or Please Please Me, there's a couple songs that are just like they're just okay songs. You know, like um, um, let me think here, like uh, something like um, um, I can't even think off the top of my head, <laughs> I guess. But there's a couple that aren't. They're just okay songs. There's nothing weak. On Revolver. I mean, it's it's right. coming right at you, you know. Even a song like Dr. Robert or whatever, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. So, um, so even, we did that. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's fun. Um, um, yeah, well, we got, good. well, I see it. Well, we got White Album. We got, you got to pick white, white Album and Let It Be. Yeah. Oh, and I don't think those. I did Pepper either. Oh, um, and Pepper, yes. So Pepper, Pepper be or, next. Or as everybody says, And Magical Peppers, Mystery Tour. Yes, yeah. yes. 
I, I know it says Peppers, but I just that like to say. That sounds stupid. Because yeah. his name is Sergeant Pepper, and it has an apostrophe S. Yeah. So yes. if you're not talking about the Lonely, his Lonely Hearts Club band, you can just say Pepper. He you is know, Sergeant you, Pepper. Yes. He's not Sergeant Peppers. Yes, yeah. I you know, I, I, it, <laughs> yeah. So like I hear people like, you know, really uh, people I respect who get interviewed and say Peppers, you know, and I'm always like, stop. Um, the song that I would have to pick from Pepper would be A Day in the Life with a close second being with a little help from my friends, which I think is this Ringo's, okay. you know, his ultimate track of anything he okay. ever did in his whole life, um, because that song is great. But uh, A Day in the Life is just so unique and cool. It's the go-to. It always comes out as number one for all the Beatle-like I mean, things. The title do, track is you great. Know. You know, Paul's vocal, yeah. his rock vocal is great. Um, but I would go with the day in the life on that. Do you want to pick um, one for the White Album? Or or actually, you're looking, do you want to call Magical Mystery Tour kind of, you know, an album here? And yeah, pick yeah, from we that? definitely do that. Yeah. Um, so, um, what, I mean, that's got a lot of singles on it, but, you know, it's an Mystery option. Tour. Um, well, I Am the Walrus is on Magical Mystery Tour. Right. I definitely have to go with that. If I can count it, I would I would take Strawberry Fields forever. Yeah, I mean there. it's on there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, well, just there's... like even for Pepper, Pepper, uh, I would pick yeah. uh, Lucy, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I mean that'd be a good right. go-to. If you want to just be different and not pick a day in the life, mm-hmm. but a day in the life's the obvious pick there. Um, white. Some people album. might take you know all, all you need is love from Mystery Tour as well, and then White Album. There are a lot to choose from. Big album. Um, yeah. I'll let you go first. What do you think you'd pick since you're the one that's uh, on the spot? Okay. Yeah, I'm on like a lot of spots here. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to narrow it down to things like Back in the USSR. Um, I think there's uh, While My Guitar Gently Weeps is on that. Um, mm-hmm. There's, um, let me see here, Blackbird. Yeah. Uh, um, there's birthday, which I won't pick. You know, there's fun songs like Helter but that's Skelter. That's a good song. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Revolution One. Um, I think Revolution Nine. No, just kidding. Yeah, that would be. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no. it, I, I think. I mean, there's a. I le- there's one part of me wants to say, "While my guitar gently weeps," but I don't think I enjoy that song as much as some of the other ones on there. Like, I really yeah. enjoy Blackbird. Um, yeah. I think I, and I like I enjoy Back in the USSR too, but I think I I think I'll just go with Blackbird. Just go with something different. I would pick Back in the USSR. That was that's definitely my go-to off of that. That's my favorite song. It is a great album. great rock song. Yeah. yeah, I mean I love Blackbird too, but um, yeah, yeah. I that um, that's a hard one when you're talking about that many songs. Well, it's thirty know? songs. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, twenty nine. Once you get rid of Revolution Nine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's not a song. You know, I was listening to the Beatles channel last week in my classroom, and that they were playing Revolution Nine, and I kind of turned it on in the middle of it, and I was like, "What the, what the heck is this?" You know, because I don't. I mean, I, I know all the Beatles. I don't know even know parts of it. You know, it was yeah. you know a lot of the sounds and stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, well, yeah. What, what I don't is listen going to it. on." You know, I know like the first ten seconds before I skip it. <laughs> yeah I okay. know. but i mean i'm sorry i understand they're trying to do the sound cl- i understand what it is i can appreciate that to a bit but it's not enjoyable to listen to i'm sorry okay mm-hmm. 
you know, and there's some other songs that are, you know, like even like a song like uh, Long, 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 which is on there. Mm-hmm. I, it's a, you know it's not my favorite song but I can appreciate it I listen to the song even though it is a long song you know? yes <laughs> but uh, you know that's okay but Revolution 9 just starts driving me nuts especially if you get headphones on they got some weird sounds going into your ears you know yeah so you know I know they're trying to be innovative but you know I'm yeah. good well, like, you know how they do the Beatle Bites on Sirius XM? Yeah. And they play the little snippet of a song? I'm sure, like like me, you can get them all pretty quickly. Pretty right? much, yeah. But if they did that one, i If I'd they be played, screwed. like, something from Middle of Revolution 9, I don't think I'd get it. Like, they had Ringo's song, Oh My My, on the other day. And I got it, okay? And, like, I always do it, like, you know, my wife or daughter in the car. And I'd be like, oh, that's it. And I get it, you know? And they're like, whatever. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know. For me, it's... Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of glad that they did that. I mean, I know they, I know that John wanted to do that with a purpose and they were serious, but it's nice because, you know, we like to talk about how awesome the Beatles were. Um, and they at least give us something to say, well, not everything was perfect. It's like, they give us a nice, you know, you know, was there anything that's not good? Yes. They're human. Yes. 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 They're human. So, um, so then what do we go? Let it be. Um, well, ma- well, we did Magical Mystery Tour. Um, well, I guess Yellow Submarine first, but that's an oh. easy one. I know what you got for that. And we're talking, and of course, people hopefully have noticed that we're doing the British albums. Uh, that's We grew up listening to the CDs when they were released, and so we go in that order. We don't go with the American versions. But the Yellow Submarine soundtrack, the original British one, what would be your go-to there? Um, There's one song in particular. You just can't think of it. I know what it is. Hey, Bulldog. Oh, yeah. Hey, Bulldog. Yeah. Great. So you'd pick Hey, Bulldog. I know you would. Yeah, All right. so, I would. All yeah. Right. So then um, Let It Be. Yeah. I narrow down on the Let It Be album to two songs, Let It Be and Get Back. Mm-hmm. There are okay. other great songs. I love Two of Us. I love Across the Universe. I love I Got a Feeling, right? But it really mm-hmm. comes down to Let It Be or Get Back. But I would go with Get Back. Uh, I would, get, too. Get Back yep. is just so awesome of a song. Um you know, whether it's played in your headphones or your car or really loud, it it mm-hmm. rocks. So, yeah, yep. I would go with that. Um, yeah. And then, of course, you know, I think that would. And we're not even up. talking about the single. So, you know, maybe that would be some other time. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would be. So there you too. go. Yeah. There's as you can see, we um, we definitely can talk about the Beatles and, and definitely geek out about that. But, uh, you know, that's, I guess, our first um, first foray into Beatledom. All right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's this week's uh, on the spot. All right, Kevin. Um, so we uh, move into a little bit of APA talk. Um, I know that you got to the World Series in your league. Um, quick update on how that went for you yeah so well after going to game seven in my like division championship series and, and winning I, I made it to the world series i lost the first two games on the road and won the next three at home and then managed to lose the next two on the road to the um you know champion and, and best team in the in the league from this past year the um Bob Mueller, um, Kalamazoo Eagles. So I lost in game seven, but you know, overall it was a, a great experience and, um, I've got a lot of improvement to do on my team this year and, um, I'm waiting for the new, um, APA go file to come out. Um, 
which is like a little precursor to what the cards are going to look like. Um, and right now I know that the, um, the APA blog is going to be um, running a second annual contest for uh, guessing pitchers' grades. they got a selection of different pitchers. So if you go to appablog.com, you can see the We'll put it in the show there. notes, too, for yeah. people. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people know. But. So that's kind of fun. And if you win, then you get – it's like $20 to get the – the on the digital cards for the Apple Go game that's online, um, and of course these cards are you know the digital cards look just like what the actual cards will be when they come out early next year, so that's always kind of fun. Um, I mean I usually play and I'm buying them anyway, so a lot of guys that are in leagues and stuff like to look at those. They kind of see what you know cards uh, for their players and what they're going to look like. Right, and because so that's you're already in the hot stove kind of time yep. and trade ideas and stuff yep. before your drafts so i've been trying to negotiate a few trades I haven't had anything go go through yet. i've got a couple things on the back burner so we'll see what happens i, I definitely got to make a bunch of moves because my team is going to need some help for next year so but uh yeah i mean if people are out there that if you're you know an app app player like like i am and like kirk is at times um and you're in the league or something hey you know um send us a message you know leave us a voicemail let us know what's going on we'd like to um to find out about that if we can't. So, yeah, sure. and they added the World Series teams on APA. Probably some people maybe saw that. but um, So that's a good way to also, one, have fun with some new teams, but also see what some potential cards are going to look like um, when they come out in the new year. Yes. And, you know, APA goes a little different than the um, PC computer game that they do, but it's, you know, it's free. Um, if you want to add more teams, you got to purchase those. They're usually like 3 bucks a team or 20 bucks a season. But um, otherwise, you know, those are kind of fun. Um, what, what's going on with that tournament? I know you set up this tournament. We were trying that. I signed up, but I haven't really paid attention. Yeah, well, it was taking forever on that, but go to um, get, you know, we had, I, I wanted eight teams and we were stuck at six for a while. Then they were like redid their, you know, did some upgrades on their site and then that's like cancel it out. So I guess we'll have to try that again sometime if we can see if we can get something going. I don't know. I'd like to try that out because I do have tournaments you can do on there and I've never really done one. I want to see how it works, you know. Right. Maybe we could have a, uh, once we experiment one time, a uh, double take tournament. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, Double take uh, sponsored yeah. one or something like that. Have people join in and and you know do some updates that might be kind of fun we need some more listeners i guess but (laughs) yes yeah once we get some more listeners if you have ideas for that let us let us know you know maybe like um teams from a certain era or something like that that's always nice to kind of narrow it down a little bit or we can just open it up to anybody it doesn't really matter just to have a little fun with it so we can set that up on app go for sure Well, now it's time for another Star Wars review for uh, the journey to Star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker Allegiance um, series, um, little mini series that uh, Marvel Comics has put out. Um, part three of uh, four is called Dark Side of the Moon. And each one of these comics um, always starts with like uh, a scroll, this like the movies would. And this one reads... General Leia Organa has traveled to Mancala to find aid for the Resistance's fight against the evil First Order. Unfortunately for her, a Quarren advisor named Chad Call G spoke out against them, favoring an isolationist policy 
following the death of his family at the hands of the Empire. While on their mission to recover lost ordnance, Finn and Poe Dameron were attacked by a band of ruthless bounty hunters. Separated from Poe in the initial ambush, Finn now finds himself trapped in a ship on the moon of Avadat. Back on Moncala, tensions boiled over when Ray and Rose, or with Leia, were attacked by Corrin on the streets of Dock City. Meanwhile, Chad called G concocted a devious plot to get rid of Leia and her resistance fighters by offering their location to the First Order. So that's kind of where we're at with the other two books, which um, I've tried to stay as much as I can away from spoilers. But because um, I would like you to you know, check out the books, you can either do it digitally or, or buy the, the hard copy paper version of it, um, which comes with a digital code if you like to go on Comicology or other types of platforms to read them. Anyway, the, this book starts out with um, our heroes, uh, Chewbacca, C-3PO, Rose, um, and uh, Ray and um, Princess Leia in on trial, basically in this underwater world on Mon Cala, um, they were attacked and provoked, but you now they're trying to get out of it. And they have their certain customs there. And there's two types types of species that are there, um, and they disagree on how they should be running the planet and the way they should be going. All right, um, General. Um, Akbar, Akbar um, who you know died in one of the previous movies. His son is here trying to do things, but things are getting out of control for him. Anyway, one thing leads to another, and uh, they have to have this challenge. And of course, Ray, being the kind of Jedi type uh, person that she is, kind of in training, volunteers for that. And it kind of reminds you a little bit of like the attack of the clones scene where they have like the big fight. You got to fight, you know, have somebody represent you and this kind of stuff. Anyway, they have that going on. There's an interesting twist to that. Then, you know, as Star Wars books and movies do, it switches from one location to another. So we fit uh, switch to the to the um, to um, Poe and uh, Finn trying to get away from these bounty hunters. They're unfamiliar with. Uh, with Poe being there, so they're trying to, um, you know, outsmart them, and uh, they do what they can with that. Um, that's, you know, some action-packed stuff, a lot of fighting and different things going on. They've got BB-8 there with them, all right, and so, you know, of course, you know, our heroes will get away in the end. That's kind of the main point, because, you know, obviously they're going to, because they're all leading up into the movie. It's not like we're having somebody die here in the comics, right? Um, so that scene's pretty interesting. Uh, so is uh, the big fight scene with... Uh, with Ray being able to show some of her Jedi training that she's been working on since our last movie, um, puts it in action, and uh, of course Rose gets in on the action there too. And um, then we basically have some people that have kind of betrayed them, and the Force First Order is on their heels, and we're going to see how that kind of uh, ends up near the um, in the last book. There's a kind of a plot twist at the end of this book, you know, kind of a some kind of explosion or something, and so we don't know exactly what's happened other than the fact that we know all these characters um, are going to be alive uh, when the movie starts. So, pretty good stuff. Um, like I say, uh, the other movies had these kind of comic book tie-ins as well, and they're well worth, worth the read and, and quite entertaining, and, you know, four bucks or whatever it costs you to, to get them. Sometimes you can get it cheaper, I guess. 
Um, definitely well worth uh, taking a look at if you're a Star Wars fan like Kirk and I are. Alright, well enjoy. Well, everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Double Take. Um, we look forward to having more uh, takes coming up, especially after Tuesday's basketball game where Michigan State, uh, number one, Michigan State will be playing number two, Kentucky. Uh, so that'll probably be something that we'll get more into as we go into next week. But until then, uh, thank you for listening. And do you have any other uh, final takes or comments, Kevin? Well, just make sure that, you know, we want your feedback. So, you know, send us an email, tweet us, leave us a voicemail, let us know what you're thinking and what you'd like to hear us talk about and join our conversation. Yeah, you can always uh, email us at doubletakefeedback at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at DoubletakeCast. You can follow us also on Twitter at DoubletakeCast. And we also now have an Instagram that is DoubletakeCast. Um, we'd appreciate follows and, uh, if you could go in, if you like our podcast, um, give us a, you know, a like on your favorite app and that kind of helps us, um, look like, you know, people think there's something worthwhile. <laughs> so, yes, all right. exactly. All right. And until, uh, next week, thank you for listening. Double Take is recorded using Audacity and CleanFeed. We use Fifine USB microphones and distribute through Anchor.fm. Theme music, Funk in the Trunk, is by Shane Ivers at SilvermanSound.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at DoubleTakeCast, or email us at DoubleTakeFeedback at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.